great resumes fast is one service I've been referring people to for resumes for years. They're a terrific premium resume writing service. Great work, fast. So if you need a new resume, use the link in the show notes. They will take good care of you. So again, great resumes, fast. That's who they are, and that's what they do. Episode 2070 of No BS Job Search Advice Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Alton, the Big Game Hunter, and welcome. Ten plus years, more than 2,000 episodes. No podcast about job search has more. I've been chugging along for a while, folks, and I'm here today to help you. And this is a good one because this is a concept that many of you on well, on the job hunter side, really aren't aware of, but recruiters really believe in. And they call it the myth of the passive applicant. Hope you find this helpful and give it a great review wherever you listen to the show. And we'll be back in just one moment. Support for today's show comes from Grammarly. Grammarly has a free version that you can get as a Chrome extension. Or there's a premium version that provides a lot more. Now, the Chrome extension is terrific. I used it for a couple of years, and it's only when I started writing books again that I started to look at upgrading to the paid version of the product, which is 100 bucks for a year, if I recall correctly. Now, it works with almost everything, and it will help you with your writing. And frankly, from having read resumes for years, most of you don't write as well as you think you do. And one thing I discovered along the way is the use of commas has changed from the time I was doing a lot of writing until now. Grammarly will help you fix it easily. So again, use the link in the show notes and download the Chrome extension or consider buying the premium version. Whichever way you go, you can't go wrong. Today I want to talk with you about the myth of the passive job applicant and how to really use that mythology to your advantage. Now, let me first define what a uh, a passive job applicant is in the popular lexicon of recruiters and corporations. And that is, a passive job applicant is one who doesn't appear as though they're actively looking for work. Their resumes are not on the job boards uh, because they're too busy doing what they do in their current employers. Now, the myth is that these people are superior to the active job applicants because the active ones are the ones that got fired by their previous firms because their performance was poorer than others. Uh, that the uh, passive job applicant is so busy doing what they're doing that they would never see the ad uh, on the job board that would cause them to respond. Uh, so. You know, these are deemed to be superior applicants to the active ones. Now, it's a crock. You and I both know that. So uh, I, I, the myth really, I helped to, to, to create the myth many, many years ago. Uh, when I started an agency and I didn't really have an advertising budget that was worth much of anything. I was in New York at the time. The New York Times was costing something like $25 per column line in the classified listings, three-line minimum, and that would basically put your ad in the lower part of the page. To get any sort of visibility, you had to be on the top of the crease, which meant you ran a 40-line ad at $25 per line. That was real expensive. 
It's expensive now. Imagine what it was like in the early 70s. So in creating the myth of the passive applicant, what I would say to people is much like I described. Uh, what I do is I recruit people who are that actively looking for work. You get the best person available, not the best person who's reading the New York Times on Sunday. And that resonated with organizations. My competitors just started to use the line. Uh, employers started to ask whether or not I was referring passive job applicants. It was hysterical to me that things were coming full circle. Um, and um, you know, now it's become so popular um, that there's a whole mythology created about it, even though it's factually incorrect. So recognize that if there's a firm that ran an ad and you didn't respond to it and they found you on LinkedIn, to them you're a passive applicant, even though you're aggressively looking for a job. That's how goofy this is. So to take advantage of the mythology, number one, is where you can, when you're, when you're on a job board, list your resume uh, with a blind heading. By that I mean, you know those uh, listings where no name or address appears and they just have uh, an email address uh, from the job board? Even if you have to pay for it, do it, uh, because that hides the fact that you're looking for work. By the way, remember, your own employers on the job boards, too, trying to see whether or not their employees are looking for work. So you want to hide the fact that you're job hunting. Secondly, you know, in terms of LinkedIn, which is the obvious place where you want to be found, you want to have a great profile available. Underneath your name, you want to have a list of skills that are your strengths, not just some job title that you know, is so generic it's purposeless. Uh, better to talk in terms of management experience uh, for particular lines of business uh, or management experience with certain technologies or development experience with certain technologies or accounting experience focused in on and, and then you talk about it. You know, think in terms of what's going to make it easy for someone to figure out whether or not to scroll down to see what you've done. You want to pretend a six-year-old is scanning LinkedIn looking for uh, people uh, and as such uh, make it obvious for them. So really what you want to be doing is hiding the fact that you're looking, even if you're out of work and aggressively looking, and having a LinkedIn profile where, you know, number one is, you know, your email address is correct. I, you know, it's, it's bizarre to me how many people have the, the wrong email address on their LinkedIn profile. Number two is they have a ridiculous photo of themselves or, 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 or that, that, um, uh, image block um, that, you know, there's no picture there, but there's, um, uh, I forgot what it's called, but a blacked out uh, image of someone there. You know, it's goofy. Don't have a picture of, of yourself and your partner and your kids up there. You know, have a professional headshot appear, uh, something that's going to make them see that you don't look like a sociopath and that you have a professional demeanor about you. Also, think of your profile as a way of enticing people to contact you. Now, recognize this means that you have to make yourself available for response. You can have a great LinkedIn profile and never check to see if you have messages. Never respond to messages. What's the point? You know, 
you, you know, you need to be out there putting yourself in the position in order to be found. And that means replying when you get in mails. So that's today's show. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, I've got a lot that's in the show notes that will help you. Go there, take a look at some of the things I highlight. I know it can help you with your search. But I want you to do one thing for me. And that is put in your phone, thebiggamehunter.us, Jeff Alpin, my name. And when you need help, when you need advice, when you have a question, come over to the website, go exploring in the blog, contact me for coaching or because you have a question, I'd love to help you. In the meantime, I hope you have a terrific day and most importantly, be great! (laughs) 